So hello everyone, my name is Donato Surbonas. This is the Urbonus uh, podcast. Uh, we are visiting Milan. We are in Sheraton San Siro Hotel. And today our guest is uh, Nikola Vucic, uh, legendary EuroLeague center and uh, sports director of uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv. Hello, Nikola. Hi, hi, hi everyone. Uh, Nikola, I have to be, uh, I will be honest. I didn't have an opportunity to ask you before. And as a Lithuanian, I have to get this elephant out of the room. Maccabi Zalgiris game 2004, <laughs> you're in the paint uh, when Gedros Gustas is getting ready to shoot the free throws. He was 18 from 19 that season, two seconds left. What are you thinking at that moment? Oh, we had many thoughts, but none of the thoughts was uh, for sure how this will end. Uh, that, that will end in that way, you know, it's... Uh, uh, it's a combination of many things that happened at the end and uh, that uh, also Tanoka went earlier inside and the uh, game was stopped. But my thoughts were uh, outside of court thinking how I'm going to, how we're going to you know, survive this uh, big stress because uh, not to qualify in Final Four uh, playing in uh, Tel Aviv and uh, we passed through many things during that season. Uh, also in the country, you know, it was uh, uh, almost not uh, because of Iraq uh, wanted to attack us. It was uh, 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 bombs issues in uh, around Tel Aviv. So uh, many issues were before the final four. <laughs> so we had lots of pressure that was going on, not only in the game. And uh, the fact that we will not qualify to final four at home was a disaster. I remember uh, there was that great Euroleague documentary, Yellow Symphony, and uh, Gurshelev was uh, saying that he was thinking before uh, throwing that ball to Derek Sharp, he was thinking, what the hell am I going to do with all these tickets uh, to the Final Four? Yes, <laughs> this was also because we had to buy in advance tickets, because it was crazy. But uh, this, I didn't think about tickets. I know that he was thinking about the tickets. <laughs> I was thinking how, where to hide, how to survive the next two months in Tel Aviv. <laughs> Uh, you know, to have the Final Four in Tel Aviv and Maccabi is not in Tel Aviv, it's like uh, two months of torture. Mm. Uh, but he passed the ball to Sharp, Sharp scored three-point shots, we went to overtime and changed everything. You already mentioned uh, Tanaka Bird uh, was too early, you know, stepping inside the paint before the um, free throw touched the rim. Were you surprised by how aggressive he was? I wasn't because he, he, he actually during the game he took me already uh, one time in the rebound by going like, earlier. We were complaining to the refs before. We were complaining uh-huh. to the referees because he was coming earlier. He, you know, he was part of the game. You know, he succeeded before to take the ball. And um, but this time we went uh, in. I don't think it was a good idea because mm-hmm. he was ball outside. Uh, of course, they didn't around good. You know, if mm-hmm. if uh, he just missed the shot. Uh, Time is will go up. I don't think we will score yes. the shot from the twenty-something meters. But it's happened. You know, it's part of the game. It's part of the. You cannot. You know, he wanted the best for his team, but turn around different. And sincerely, I think that later, of course, you won the Euroleague and you won the Euroleague two times, two seasons in a row. And sincerely, I think that in my eyes, it was the best Euroleague team ever in modern Euroleague era since two thousands and. Yeah. What do you think about that? Would you agree with that statement? Because you run through a lot as a player and also now as a part of Maccabi organization. Fuel of that uh, team, you know, mm-hmm. we were not complete. Sharas went to uh, NBA, then Anthony Parker went to NBA, but we used this, the wave of this uh, majority of the players that stayed, uh, we went to four finals. And I can imagine that now, you know, as a part of organization, you, would, you, you remember your experiences and you would like to bring something, you know, to this new team, to this new era of, of Maccabi. 
what would be these things, but at the same time, what that team had that you cannot copy right now? Uh, look, uh, it's the, the, the amount of talent that we were able to uh, generate in that team. Uh, I think it's very hard to, in modern time now, to, to, in this time to do it. You know, it's you know, it's crazy, but it's already 18 years past since then, and uh, 17. But uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's also a long time in basketball and develop how basketball developed last 15, 16 years. Uh, and I think that uh, to, in one team to have uh, such amount of uh, foreigners talent but also combined with the local talent. We had a, what, what it's hard to compare, to do it now, it's basically local talent. Players like used to be uh, Tal Burstein, uh, Jotam Halperin, uh, um, Gurshelev. Uh, it was, uh, we had also David Blutenthal in that time, Derek Sharp, um, Dion Thomas. Uh, Dion Thomas uh, so we, we had the a, 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 a local, uh, a, a base very very strong and uh, combined with the uh, amount of talent we were able to to build that year it's something that it's very very hard to be able to combine combine this this time but when do you try to build new maccabi tibur right now do you try to think about all these pieces which fit in maccabi uh, yes but look uh, uh, we we know that uh, the, the the obstacles that we are try, uh, trying to uh, minimize and to make them uh, go in our advantage. Uh, you know, I always said, theoretically, I know exactly what we should do, but mm -hmm. practically it's not always possible to uh, execute it uh, on the, uh, in reality. Uh, but we are giving our best every year to pull up uh, the best possible team, uh, taking consideration all, all aspects of the, of the basketball game. You know. Games in Europe are, as you all know, in different uh, Euroleague is one, it, there is one rule and uh, you can play as, as you want, but we're all facing mm -hmm. domestic leagues that we have to adjust ourselves, our building the teams according to domestic uh, rules. Most of them are different. Yeah, I think, oh, I think all of them are different. Ah. And you have to, you know, every team needs to adjust uh, towards the, the, the local, uh, local leagues. And uh, to finish that uh, topic about uh, the best modern Euroleague team ever, I can already see Ergin Ataman watching this interview and uh, debating that no, Anadol Efes uh, of this era is probably better that team than Maccabi. What do you think if these two teams will, uh, would face each other, which team would win and why? I don't know. This is, you should take maybe some supercomputer to run this analytics. Uh, all others are subjective uh, opinions and uh, I'm sure that uh, 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 few teams will think the same because they did amazing jobs and they feel this what what uh, what I'm feeling it and uh, uh, I will not even argue with them you know because you have a uh, amazing Panathinaikos team uh, with Sharas and mm -hmm. Diamantidis and uh, Batiste and uh, Jacob Radovic that did also two titles two three titles uh, some now FS uh, also Fenerbahce two three years ago all these teams if you ask them they will come and say hey listen we were unbelievable we are amazing and. Uh, uh, they can all take the you know enjoyment in this. This is beauty of this. You always want to be the best. You want to be the best, and I never argue with this. You know, so whoever likes uh, it's the same argument. Who is better, Jordan or LeBron? You know, mm. it's 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 some you know people's opinions are always welcome in the sport that we are uh, working. And until they're talking about this kind of subject, it's very good for all of us. So who is better, Jordan or LeBron? I'm the Jordan guy. I, I, I know I grew up with the Jordan. I, 
I, uh, I'm the one that you know enjoy the most his game, and uh, for me, he's the one and only. You know, but again, the, the other, the, the, now LeBron is different time. Uh, people don't, uh, you know, the most of them argue argue with uh, this, and they never saw the Jordan before. You know, but that's. I have one quote, your quote uh, from Twitter, and you tweeted that once I want to be a basketball GM on Twitter because they always have unlimited budget. Uh, you usually don't tweet that much, you know. So how did you came up with this tweet? What happened? No, it's uh, look, I, I I'm not uh, tweeting so much. I'm not the social media guy, you know. I, I follow follow many things. It's part of my job. I have to know the things, you know. It's a, it's a great source of information, but. Um, you know, in the preseason, uh, you know, lots of people are get involved. You know, why you're not bringing signing this? Why you not signing the LeBron James? Why you don't bring uh, Kevin Durant? You know, it's kind of a, uh, without knowing the right, real uh, situation of the market. You know, and uh, it's um, you know the job of uh, of GM or sport director together with the coach and the staff. It's you know you get a, a budget and you have to fit inside the budget. There is no unlimited things. You know. We will know all uh, how to build a very expensive team, but uh, you need to try to build inside your uh, ability and your what you can spend. You build the best possible team. You know it's uh, it's challenging. You know it's uh, sometimes we sign the players that fans don't know. We know because we scout them, we follow them, and in Maccabi we have through years many success with this. We brought the players that. Um, uh, Many players that never played in Euroleague before, and after us they had uh, successful careers in uh, Euroleague, and after that they went to NBA. So this is some, you know, part of the job that I think that we are doing good in uh, in Maccabi. By the way, which of these examples you love the most of these players? Tyrese Rice, for sure. Uh -huh. Even he came. Uh, Bayern wasn't in Euroleague at the time; was in Eurocup. But uh -huh. uh, Tyrese Rice was somebody that you know we really. Uh, you know, you brought a player from uh, Bayern uh, to Euroleague, and then from us he, he, he became legendary. He became MVP of Euroleague, MVP of Eurocup, MVP of Champions League, MVP of TBT, and uh, MVP of everybody, everything that he played ever. So for sure, the, Tyrese is an extraordinary guy and uh, somebody that we were so so proud of on it. But you know, we had uh, also Elijah Brandt went uh, last year from us to NBA. Uh, we succeed to develop uh, Danny Abdi also to be ninth pick. Uh, before that, uh, Dragan Bender fourth pick. Um, and we had also now, uh, you know, can, can, if we go through years, you will see that every year many players that we brought they, they stay with us and continue. Uh, Chris Jones we brought from last year from Turkey, played with us now, went to Aswell, uh, uh, playing amazing. So, uh, but you know, sometimes players you can keep, sometimes players you don't keep. Sometimes you know, you have different ideas of the coaches, different ideas of management. Um, but coming to your uh, question, uh, I, I just uh, tweeted because, you know, just to, to, to calm down a little bit situation because, you know, the, 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 the fans and everybody start to throw the names that uh, it's impossible to bring. And, uh, you know, by that they are raising expectations and the, the reality is something different, you know, so I felt it in that moment that maybe this is the right moment to, to tweet it and, you know, to put down a little bit expectations because, you know, we are also living in pandemic time. It's not easy to uh, count on uh, that, that you're going to have full gym, that sponsors will be stay healthy and be able to, to uh, uh, execute what they, they promise you.
So, you know, we want to be humble in this, in this period of time. In all these years in Tel Aviv, did you already found that formula how to, how to calm down uh, these Maccabi fans? Because it's probably one of the hottest uh, spots in the Euroleague we have. Look, this is, uh, this is what we are. We are always demanding the highest uh, uh, and, and trying to achieve the highest. Uh, you know, Maccabi is... We, have, uh, we won around 100 and... Almost, I think, 107 uh, titles so far, Cups championships and, uh, and the international championships. So demanding anything less than the first place is... Uh, I, I, me, I, me personally, even uh, I know this is... Uh, uh, in this situation now, the, you know, to, to uh, expect to win the EuroLeague is something that is, uh, you know, and statistically and this is, uh, you know, it's very, very low level, but out of expectations, I cannot lower them down. You know, I'm also pushing everybody around me. You know, let's give a try until the end. Because end of the day, we are Maccabi, and we we had some miracles in uh, in mm -hmm. our uh, through our uh, mm -hmm. uh, year through through years. Like you know, like uh, 2004 and then 2014, probably. Yes, and also 2014. Also before we had the Badalona miracle, and uh, you know, and they're down 30 and they won 34. So it's. Uh, all kinds of different uh, miracles that uh, you know we believe in, and uh, we trying to provoke them, and you know try to live this dream. And uh, this is part of part of our DNA. And to continue that uh, Twitter topic, uh, if you had actually theoretically unlimited budget, what what would be your uh, starting five? <laughs> of course, without you talking about NBA, without NBA players, this yeah, yes, they don't yes, yes, they yes. don't take them in the consideration. Or at least borderline NBA players. Uh, I will not answer you on this question because I don't want to mix it with the uh, because most of these players are playing now in, uh, in mm -hmm. uh, you know in, in, in other teams and uh, I don't let's want to take, shake it. But let's, let's take then your generation. Oh, for sure I go with Charles Anthony Parker. I will take also Diamantidis, uh, uh, Batista. <laughs> I will build a very good team. You know this <laughs> team will be very good. And uh, but look, the best, most of these guys are the, the legend, legends of Euroleague, and they with the reason, and uh, they won so many titles, and they play beautiful, beautiful basketball, you know. And uh, you know, I have some time to watch these uh, 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 Euroleague's finals fours, and this, you know, from uh, 2000 to 2014, 15. I watched 15, and. Uh, it's beautiful basketball with so many assists, uh, so many, so many things that uh, now you rarely see it. Like no look passes, pass behind the back. I didn't see for a long time. Mm. You know the things that they were. You know, like really some fakes on the uh, uh, low post. You know, we had some big guys that they were playing. You know, beautiful basketball with a great technique. That now a little bit. You know, but okay, basketball changed. Went now more to guards, more to three point shots, and. Uh, more to individual uh, abilities than in, uh, in uh, cooperation abilities. Because, uh, you know, as much as we want to have our DNA in Europe, we, there is influences of NBA, there is influences on players, there is influences on coaches, that, that they're adjusting their game to maybe a little bit towards them. And now we came in a situation to shooting 30 plus threes in Europe. And uh, It should be painful for you to watch that kind of basketball, no? Look, uh, there is a beauty in every of these uh, uh, styles. You mm. know, of course, I you know I get more excited when I see the big guy uh, do a great move and a great fake and uh, execute it in a nice way. But you know, if uh, I, I have no luxury to live in the past, you know, I have to adjust myself towards the the future and the new generation and the new understanding of, of basketball.
Uh, Anthony Parker, your former teammate, you also uh, called him the best American player in, in EuroLeague ever. He was promoted to the assistant general manager of, uh, Orlando, of the Orlando Magic. And I, I, can, I can believe that you're pretty close, right? Did you already manage to congratulate him? And how, how, how do you usually yes, talk? We, yeah, we, we talk a lot. We talk a lot. Uh, I know this information, of course, before it was published. And uh, of course, congratulate Anthony, he's an unbelievable guy. Extremely well organized, uh, knows basketball on the high level, and uh, I think he really fit for this, uh, you know, from for this uh, uh, job. And uh, so now, look, if he stay motivated to to make the step up, and his wife let him do it, I'm sure he can do the go be great, great GM, you know. But of course, he understand this is different lifestyle, and you have to sacrifice more time with your family. Uh, and uh, but he's he's unbelievable person, unbelievable knowledge, uh, and I'm talking to him a lot also during the season. We discuss the players, discuss uh, m many things. So Th that's what I wanted to ask you because probably only two of you from that Maccabi team uh, to this day do some uh, work in like uh, basketball manager uh, area department, something like that. He was working for Lakeland Magic as a general yes. manager. Ma manager. Uh, what kind of ideas do you share um, if your approach uh, is kind of the same? Uh, what do you think about, you know, building the team uh, in all, all these conversations? Uh, we are the guys, most of the chemistry, we're trying to build, uh, uh, to bring the good guys, bring uh, great personalities and uh, that, you know, that uh, in, in tough situations that you have, you will have during the season, they will be able to handle it. Uh, uh, mentally and uh, uh, survive that uh, tough period of time because it doesn't matter which team you pick up, you will see during the season you have two, three crises that you have to deal with, uh, usually two, three weeks. And uh, this can be done also only with the players that are really, you know, team players, mentally strong and uh, good guys, basically good guys. You know, you want to build a family uh, atmosphere inside the team, you know. it's. Uh, but again, it's 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 very challenging. You trying to do things, and uh, it's never hundred percent successful. You know, you always have some uh, uh, deviation in, in your uh, in your work. But otherwise, if it's not like this, we will be always champions. So it will not be <laughs> interesting. By the way, what is also interesting that I run I ran through the Euroleague teams, and there are not as many former players working as sports directors uh, for these teams. Uh, especially from the last decade, for example, maybe there are some GMs or sports directors like uh, Coldabella, Nacho Rodriguez was working for Barca now. Of course, Navarro is starting his new project, but it's not that usual that especially the players of kind of your level uh, works in this area. And I remember uh, I talked with uh, one very experienced uh, GM uh, and we were talking about that transition from being a great player uh, to starting uh, something new. And he mentioned that for some players, it's really hard, uh, you know, to get away from that basketball player routine where it was all about, you know, getting ready for the practice, practice, then second practice or game, having a nap time and stuff like that. And, uh, for example, from your perspective, uh, your path was also with a lot of ups and downs. I mean, you were on the highest uh, level of, as a player. You joined uh, Maccabi as, uh, as part of the organization. You won the EuroLeague that year. And then now we have to, you know, to go through some different times. And uh, tell us about that, you know, transition from player to the sports director, where you have to start everything uh, from zero and to change your lifestyle. What was the most challenging, and what do you remember the most about that period? Well, in in my situation, 
I did this transition period uh, that wasn't uh, player Maccabi uh, sport director. Uh, I did two years with the split yeah. uh, that I did it with my club in Geoplastica. Uh, that was uh, for me my basic school transi of transition. That so that basically I didn't have one week off after I finished to play basketball. So for me transition. Because you played and also kind of did some yes, managing it, stuff, right? No, I did managing stuff and kind of play. Yeah. This is we should, uh, you know, I was mostly. What would you mean kind of play? You, you averaged like 17, 15 points. In, it was probably Adriatic League, no? Yeah, it was Adriatic League and uh, it basically was a club that uh, was about to be bankrupt yeah. in Oplastica. And then uh, the president of the club uh, asked me to join to help him to make transition to make a public company and try to save him. Mm -hmm. So in this period of time, it was much more administrative work than uh, I was able to practice. I used to practice Thursday, Friday, play Saturday, and then the, another four days work. But uh, this period of time helped me to understand uh, uh, this transition, to understand the, the, the offices and between, you know, because, you know, as a player, you never have a touch with the office, you never have a touch with the coach room. Uh, and for me, this period of time was uh, very uh, uh, important to make uh, to, to make it easier life with uh, with Maccabi. Uh, but it's not easy, you know. It's uh, when you are a player, you have a routine. Uh, you have your routine. You have your obligations. Three, four, five, uh, and you are mostly self-oriented. Mm -hmm. uh, when you come to the management job, and uh, you, you you have to take care of twenty-five people. You have 15 players, you have the staff, you have everybody, you have their issues, you want to combine all this to become the team, you have different personalities and you you are challenged on the different uh, level. Look, many players I talk to, they, they want to do different style of life, they want to be more uh, uh, more free, they, they want to have uh, normal uh, holidays, uh, normal vacations. Uh, they made enough life, money in their life that uh, they don't want to sacrifice uh, uh, this time with the family and that time uh, to, to do some other things in uh, this. So uh, it's not something that uh, it's very common that players don't want to continue in, uh, in basketball. And I, I talk with many of my teammates and they said, oh, we're not interesting. We're not interested in this. We want to go to different, try something else in life. Why you decided to sacrifice? Uh because well, I, love so I love basketball, you know, I, love, I, love, I really love it. I love it and, uh, you know, I started my academy when I was a player and uh, this academy continued through Split and uh, then through Maccabi and I was always inside this, you know, I don't, uh, I don't have many things that I do outside of uh, basketball. It's my passion and, uh, you know, when you do something uh, with, with the love, you don't consider it any, as a job, you know, you consider it as a, as a part of life. And uh, this is why I'm still here, why I'm still, you know, fighting against the pressure, fighting against, uh, you know, trying to achieve the highest possible achievement in, in sport. And uh, I love it. Which part of this job you love the most? Uh, winning the titles and end of the season. <laughs> but uh, look, the, the, the winning, of course. The, the excitement of the win, every win is uh, special and uh, I never take it as a granted. Uh, you know, I always say to everybody, you know, when you win, you have to celebrate and uh, when you lose, you have to stay humble. Because, uh, you know, this is uh, one thing is for sure that we're going to win or lose next game. And we have to be able to handle both sides. Uh, what is the best 
general manager, the best sports director for you. How do you imagine that kind of ideal scenario? And maybe you're trying to be, you know, the best version of yourself. Uh, <laughs> look, it's uh, it's hard to uh, satisfy all sides in this uh, in this job and uh, this process. Uh, but uh, again, I, I think the real measurement, at least in Maccabi, it's. Uh, the wins and the uh, titles, and this is a core business that we that we that we are in. Uh, again, like I said, when we win over 100 titles, uh, second place is not the place. This is also one of the sentences we have in Maccabi: the second place is not the place. So always try to achieve the highest possible goals and try to win everything is possible to win. But for example, uh, throughout your career, uh, what kind of uh, GM, sports director examples you had? Uh, and when you remember all these examples, you think that, oh, I would like to, you know, take this uh, quality from that person, this quality. I, I, I thought about lots about this, you know, and uh, through my career, I had uh, really, really some amazing, uh, amazing guys. And uh, the, the, what was always uh, fit in my uh, 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 my head uh, in any kind of conversation with them is that they stand by their words and what they say they execute and uh, they always uh, force and always demand the family Understood. atmosphere and uh, whatever has happened stay inside the family and all the problems the issues that we have we solve inside the family uh, and this is uh, something that is uh, I saw that is a big big part of uh, any success. How do you try to build that family atmosphere? It's probably not, you know, something new for you because you were a captain from early days in Split, for example. So you kind of like, you know, building teams, building groups around yourself. Uh, look, uh, first starting with the selection of the characters and uh, people that you want to live for one year, uh, at least, uh, through, through season. Uh, but second, also helping in, when you collect, uh, when you build such a group of guys, uh, then uh, you will not believe, but crises are the ones that helping the most, uh, because then uh, people understand that 15 of us in the locker room or 20 of us in the locker room is the only guys that can actually solve the issues and uh, make life better around around the team, and everybody then sacrifices a little piece of ego. Uh, uh, somebody you know has pain; he wants to continue through pain to play. To, to build the uh, build the result and build a good atmosphere around the team, and you know you understand that you depend on your uh, teammates to to have a good life during the season. And uh, talking about about these persons uh, who are tested by tough times, uh, for example, Yanis um, Feropoulos is uh, longest tenured Maccabi head coach uh, since David Platt, and he was there uh, since uh, 2018. It seems like you you build a great relationship with him. Uh, what was the key in that uh, building relationship uh, uh, process? What do you like the most about your connection with coach and what kind of connection you want to have uh, with your coach? As a um, look, I, I, it's the same thing that I'm demanding from the players. It's the thing that I demand from coach. It's, uh, 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 of course, you know, he's like uh, one of the heads of the family. Uh, and, uh, you know, to, to be able to lead through all kinds of uh, situations during the season. And uh, with Yanis, we have a great communication. Um, he has his uh, demands that we're trying to, of course, help him and to, to fulfill and uh, that he feel also comfortable with the team that uh, 
that is a leading and uh, uh, I had great connections with all coaches in Maccabi. You know, even one that I had to fire on the end. Most of them I stay in, uh, in uh, continue to be in a good Good relationship because uh, the moment that coach is coach of Maccabi, I'm doing everything possible to be able to him to stay 10 years coach, 20 years coach. Uh, It's there is no fun in uh, changing coaches. and, and I want him to feel, uh, you know, very happy and uh, be able to, to, fulfill the, to, to fulfill our dream to win the titles. And uh, with Giannis, we won uh, all, all, I think we lost one title at home, Cup. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is what, uh, what he's doing great, you know, bring, the, bring us titles. And in Europe, we, had, we struggled, uh, we were also, you know, damaged by Corona that year when we were really, really high level uh, season. Uh, last year we played without fans, and Maccabi without fans is a completely different uh, team. Let's see now we challenge. We are challenging new season with again with many obstacles, but uh, I'm very very uh, confident in this team and uh, that we will get out of it. We will have a start tough start. Everybody knows that we will struggle in the beginning, but I'm sure that this team has a character to get out of it. Uh, you know and continue when they come back in uh, all together. I remember I talked with uh, Manos Papadopoulos and he mentioned something like that, that a good coach is kind of, you know, almost half of the team. And also another big part of the team is uh, key player, or let's say that we we don't call it in EuroLeague, but like franchise player. And it seems like uh, for this Maccabi team, Scotty Wilbekin is that kind of franchise player because since 2019, only him, Colorado and De Bartolomeo still play to uh, Maccabi to this day. You signed him to a three-year extension uh, last year. What makes you believe that he is the right leader uh, for your team? Uh, what kind of leadership skills he has that he can, you know, follow the success of uh, Tyrese Rice, uh, Anthony Parker, and Charles? Uh, look, Scott is for sure is uh, one of the, uh, uh, like you said, franchise players uh, that has a franchise player's capability. Somebody that very excites our fans and uh, me as well. You know, I love to watch him play. Um, and uh, but by all means, by character, by leadership, by uh, all kind of uh, things that I believe that uh, franchise player need to have, he has it. We really believe in him, and uh, you know. But it's not uh, one man show. This is the thing, you know. Scotty can score 40 points, but this is still only 40 points. You know, in averages, Euroleague is 80 points. We need the rest of the players to come and uh, contribute. I'm not talking. I'm talking now only about offense, but. Uh, in many other uh, uh, part of the game, the, you need the help uh, of the teammates. And uh, our job is to play like Scotty, to be able to help him with the surrounding, with the good teammates. That he, then the real quality of him can be uh, used. And to finish uh, this interview, I remember that uh, you mentioned uh, that uh, you're not a big fan of the basketball culture nowadays in terms of you you mentioned that you always followed the trophies and then money money followed the trophies now it's you know sometimes the priorities are a bit different and i can believe uh, that especially you, you can see that kind of cultural change uh, growing up your son marin vujic who's also playing basketball tell me what new generation uh, influence you love the most watching your son and uh, what kind of bad influences you see and you want you know to teach him not to be like that way if it's possible 
Look, again, like I said, times are changing and, uh, you know, you cannot live in, in the past. Uh, in my time, the, 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 the champions, the, the winners of the trophies, they were one to earn the most money and the most glory and uh, all things that coming with. Uh, in your time, you know, people succeed to create followers on TikTok or uh, Instagram or YouTube and uh, be able to generate uh, different interest uh, on uh, than just winning the trophies. You know, they, they look good, they drive crazy cars, they uh, do crazy things uh, to that they are more interested for the sponsors than uh, just winning the trophies. Uh, but in some things, I'm the you know when I'm. Uh, uh, thinking about basketball or talking to my son or my friends about basketball. Uh, I can say in all these things, I'm an old-fashioned guy. I still believe that uh, uh, achieving the winning the trophies and uh, uh, achieving the high results in sport are something that uh, we should uh, aim to and uh, dream about. And the money is just a side product of the uh, things that you are doing. Some. Uh, you will get somebody who will make more, somebody who will make less, but uh, shouldn't be the main uh, main uh, uh, thing when you are inside the uh, basketball business. If you want to chase the money, you can do business in you know, stock markets or things that they are mainly uh, oriented on this. But for me and my understanding of this uh, sport is, you know, that the money and all things that coming uh, will follow the guys that winning the trophies and uh, winning the titles. Do you see that uh, Marin uh, took this influence for you? Ah, he's still a kid. Let him play, let him enjoy, and uh, he will have time to 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 you know to go inside uh, deeper in, inside the, the basketball and understanding of life and this you know. So for now, he's just enjoying the game and uh, watching TikTok and watching the guys there that you know is adjusting himself to the new generation, but. Like I said, there is a beauty in any, in every new, new things, in every new generation. You know, we have a luck also that we can live in some past and that remember some things from the in our time. But we shouldn't get uh, influences or uh, try to copy something that uh, was long time ago. If you had a magic stick, uh, what you would like to change in general Israel basketball culture? To change the mentality of young basketball players growing up. Uh, you know, it's interesting what, uh, I will not change many things, I will add things. I think that the uh, big problem in Israeli basketball is a uh, uh, stop of uh, working. I heard that you're not the first person talking about this. Uh, yes, sir. You're, you're missing uh, hard-working guys? Yeah, look, it's not, it's not hard-working guys. Uh, it's, uh, like I said, kids don't have mentality. Kids are uh, building mentality mm -hmm. by people that are surrounded with. And uh, uh, the culture of uh, work, uh, it's not only disappeared in Israel, it's disappeared in most of the European countries. Uh, we used to work five, six, seven hours a day of basketball. We worked to become basketball players. And uh, now also the school system uh, changed that uh, not to favor in sport, you know, you if uh, uh, if you want to become uh, 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 any kind of uh, hairdresser or uh, any kind of work, you go to school, you dedicate yourself to this uh, 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 learning to become something. And the sport, uh, 
the school system not adjusted to it. You know, you go to school uh, for eight, ten hours, and then you're supposed to practice an hour and a half and become basketball player. It's not working like this. Uh, something needs to be changed uh, urgently. Otherwise, we will not uh, we will lose the local uh, local players. Because why we have all these uh, American players here? Because they have a great uh, school system. That uh, from high school they are practicing. Mm -hmm. They go to college. They're practicing, and this is part of the school. And uh, we are uh, we have a sport outside of schooling system, and uh, I see that we are losing uh, many, many more. Uh, uh, their talents are not coming. The the players are not coming. Talents will always come. Talent yeah. is something that you cannot take today. It's given by God. But uh, many players that we used to have uh, uh, middle middle players, uh, middle value players that they were heart of the team, we are losing them because uh, just they cannot become players uh, without enough amount of work. Okay, Nicola, thanks a lot for your time. Thank you. It was a pleasure to have you here. And you can follow us on basketnews.com and you will find uh, many other great interviews over there. I follow you, I follow you. <laughs> See you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.